Welcome to Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Welcome to our third season with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Alrighty then, let's get into it with Season 3. Wow, we're already in Season 3. Well, Episode 3 of Season 3, we're calling it Man Code. Listen to this relatable transparent segment of Miss Lisa and Ruben as they lay their hearts on the line without judgment. Hello, love. I just wanted to let you know it's okay. Sounded a little concerned with those yak and dogs. Yeah, I was worried. They always bark like that. And then five minutes later, they're trying to put their head in your lap. Well, you were laughing so hysterically. I didn't. I wasn't <laughs> sure if you were laughing at what I said. Uh, were you? Were they chewing on you and you were just laughing out of uh, because you know some people laugh when they're nervous or they're scared. Yeah. So none of that was happening. I was laughing at at them because I that's what they always do. It's like, you know, they're barking like they're about to tear you pieces and then as soon as I sit down, they're trying to get in my lap. <laughs> Some of them do. <laughs> well, the ones you with the dogs, I, I hope they do. <laughs> well, Tyann does. So, she put them up. They were still barking. Well, I'm just going to continue to pray for you <laughs> while you're out there de oh, you, dealing with people that... I need prayer. No, I know we all need prayer. I'm just going to add a special blessing on, on to yours. <laughs> special blessing. <laughs> <Your> <laughs> well, I'm guessing you're seeing the remnants of how people handled themselves during COVID. Yeah, and it's like when COVID was over, everybody didn't snap back to, to normal. I but guess. Everybody, some people stayed in their field. You know, it's like screaming, hey, the war is over. But people are still fighting. Mm -hmm. uh, screaming, hey, we, we're free. <laughs> but you're still working like slaves. So, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't, didn't get the message. Uh, they received a message, but don't know how to apply it. I guess that must be it. I don't know if that's it but or not, but that's, that's the explanation I come up with. That's what I tell myself in order to put them on my prayer list. But thankfully, it's not all of them, but I do have one or two that it's like, okay, know where you going today? So just taking the computer, <laughs> the stethoscope, and the thermometer. Don't take anything else. Thank God you know the situation you're walking into. A lot of people don't even know the situation they're walking into. Well, I miss you desperately. Well, I raise, I, I'll take you, I'm, I'll take that I'll miss you and I'll raise you twice. I miss you more. Twice? Cool. I'll raise that too. I miss you more. Ooh, more. Hmm. Well, that certainly has some potential. Potential is always good. I mean, give me something to look forward to. Yeah. Good grief. You know, they don't wait two or three weeks for my premium payment. Well, you already know the story behind that. I tell you, it's like the more you pay, the less they do. Exactly. I mean, look at it now. Uh, now when you go to return stuff, you got to wait two, three weeks to get your money back. 
It used to be you get your money, you return something, you get your money back right away. You return it in good condition, you still gotta wait days to get your money back. And it's a con that nobody's doing anything about. Biden came close to it. Hey, y'all got to tell people about these fees that y'all charging. Okay, we'll tell them, but we're going to still charge them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yay, Biden doing something about the fees. No, he just telling them quit hiding what, what you're doing to people. Okay, we okay, you want it that way? Okay, we'll tell them that we're stabbing them in the back. But we're going to still do it. So I have a mammogram on November 9th. I hate those things. Yeah. uh, In the spirit of transparency, you saying that. Every time you say that, my stomach quivers like, uh, like, like you have upset stomach, you know, like you. Like how, how it feels when you get finally you begin to realize you you got food poisoning. That's what it feels like every time you say that, and it's the traumas. Of, oh, I'm sorry. Don't don't, uh, uh, don't baby don't don't apologize. You didn't know, but it's the traumas of uh, all the conversations of when my wife you say I got a mammogram. She used to say I sure hate those things, and it got to the point even before she was diagnosed. She was so scared going getting those mammograms so many times that I was taking off work to go with her to comfort her. I was making a fuss. They weren't paying no attention to me when she started making a fuss. All of a sudden I was in the room and it was one of those moments like maybe you asked for something too too much or something you shouldn't have asked for because I can't get that image out of my mind of what women go through to have mammograms. But I saw how necessary it was. But what I didn't understand, why did she have to keep going back? And then to know this day that I didn't know then, they were misdiagnosing her because it was my physician, my doctor, my PCP that actually found it. All of those mammograms she did with that hospital facility that I will not name, you know, ended with no results of. Like she asked him, is it what is it that y'all just didn't want to tell me? Why couldn't y'all tell me this? So that was a whole new battle at the beginning stages of breast cancer. We went two years, y'all calling her back for mammograms and saying, Oh, it was nothing. And then find out you, she she could have gotten started with treatment two years earlier. That probably could have saved her life. So by the time she actually knew and had grown to a significant size, when my doctor found it and told her. So whenever I hear women mention mammograms, I don't know why, I still remember the fear in her eyes and the pain. Every time she squeezed my hand tighter than I was squeezing hers. So when I hear about mammograms and uh, it's, I guess it's, a, it's something I, I, you know, I thought I dealt with. I, I, I did deal with it. God blessed me to get through it. It just still makes me quiver when I hear, even though I know it's a, it's a necessary thing. I just still deal with portions 
of it feeling unfair. So what's really fair? So, sorry, I, I didn't mean, but I, I don't want you to feel like, well, I'm never gonna mention this again. That wouldn't matter because I know every woman, mature woman or any clear thinking woman knows to go, that she's gonna have to go get a mammogram. So it's not anything you can just hide from me. It's, it's still there. I know it's something you're gonna have to do. You should be doing as a woman. It just, I, I just don't want you to stop sharing with me because you think you're disrupting my peace. It's not disrupting my peace. It's, it's just one of those parts of life I wish we as humans didn't have to deal with, and that's cancer. But death and disease is one of the things you gotta deal with. That's why you hold on to God's unchanging hands. Yep. Build your hopes on things eternal. And not the superficial, yes, things, not the superficial things, not the things that sit before you, but things eternal. So I'm there with you, honey. When you go get it, I'm, I mean, we are not. I'm sure you know. Well, I'm not privy to being in a room now with you, because uh, our relationship is really fresh. But I'm there with you in spirit and in, and in prayer. Oh, thank you. So, holidays are upon us. What are your Thanksgiving plans? Oh, my God. That's, that's what sparked the last conversation about the man code. You know, it's like we, if you were a single <laughs> man, you didn't think about the only Thanksgiving plans you thought about is spending it with your own family. And listening to your family beat you up about why you still single and all of that. You know, why I got a girl and they try to play matchmaker. I know a girl for you, know how because they don't know man code. You don't get involved during the holidays. You stay single if you can, all the way through Valentine's. So that means don't think about the holidays, don't react. You get in the spirit with it, but you just think about buying for your immediate family if you buy a gift. Or, and that one girlfriend, you know, that one girl, every guy got that one girlfriend that, you know, uh, y'all both agree that you'll never cross the line and have sex because you don't want, the friendship is more valuable than, than the sex would be. So that's who you buy a gift for, that girlfriend that tell you what girl you should look for. <laughs> that's the only woman you buy gifts for besides family. But, so you don't, but when you're actually in a loving relationship and free to actually let your mind wonder, okay, what am I thinking about? What should we be thinking about for, for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, Eve, and Christmas? And then you can think about it in romantic ways. I can see us the first week of the Christmas holiday season, first week in December, cuddling in front of a fireplace if it's cold outside, uh, scandally clad. <laughs> with a hot beverage and just have an evening it, it's, that's what I'm, I'm I don't that's what I mean when you really allow yourself to freely love somebody you remove all the obstacles 
laying on this big fluffy rug and leaning on these big fluffy pillows in front of the fireplace, facing each other, bringing each other good tidings. <laughs> yeah. Join us again for another transparent, exciting, and opinionated episode of Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Okay, family, happy dating. <laughs>